0: Live on SEN Track, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to be with you on a massive weekend of racing in this part of the world. Jordan Canellas with you as always. And alongside me for the show, once again, is Butch Castle, CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing, Butch, as we know, it's a massive weekend uh, of racing here in Australia, there'll be a New Zealand presence as always, but of course there is racing
1: happening in New Zealand as well, good to speak to you, how's things? Yeah, good morning Jordan, sure is, plenty of racing this side of the Tasman, uh, but yes, focus on Flemington of course, and why not, the Golden Eagle in Sydney as well, something that we weren't talking about a few years ago on this day, but New Zealand with a massive chance in the Golden Eagle with Legato, she's won 7 from 9 she's a high, high class uh, race mare, uh, Ken and Bev Kelso, the very best of luck to them, and of course at Flemington, ladies' man looking to cement his spot in the Melbourne Cup, I think he sits number 24 can be leapfrog, but still attrition uh, does happen at this time so hopefully ladies' man gets a run, a last start, group 1 winner of the Livermole. and uh, look, he Beat more home than beat him if he gets a run on the first Tuesday in November. Are there high hopes for Ladies Man? Yeah, look, he's fifty to one, but he's better than that. Uh, if there happened to be a shower of rain, that wouldn't worry him. He will get the two miles, as we know in a Melbourne Cup, half them are breathless uh, as uh, they get to the last two hundred metres. That won't be him. He will get the trip. Has uh, done it a couple of times before, and I know that Ellen uh, is uh, very, very happy with him. So he'll run better than the fifty to one the bookies are saying he uh, is quoted at. And as for racing in New Zealand uh, this weekend, Butch, where are we racing? Yeah, Trentham. So they've taken the fielding jockey club meeting with Awapuni being out of play and Tauranga uh, uh, meeting there with in a couple of weeks' time. They race there again. So this a nice card, though. We've had uh, some weather disruption, so the fields have concertined it up and big fields the order of the day. Let's hope uh, not too much rain at Tauranga.
0: Two guests on the way, as always, on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll be chatting to race caller Tony Lee, a little bit later on. Our first guest on the show today, though, racing at uh, Tauranga tomorrow with uh, his book of rides. To preview them now is jockey Michael McNabb. Michael, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis.
1: How's things?
2: Yeah, good day, you. Morning,
1: John. Morning, coach. Um Yeah, yeah. g'day, Naba. Uh, look, thanks for, thanks for joining us. You've had an enforced uh, layoff, suspended, and you must be chomping at the bit to get back into the uh, saddle race day.
2: Yeah, can't wait to get back riding. Um, it's been a decent old break, but uh, no, yeah, definitely keen
1: as to get back out there. And it's a busy time upcoming as well with uh, the Riccarton Carnival, New Zealand Cup Carnival, uh, coming up. Uh, plenty of uh, summer racing around uh, the corner, so not a bad time to have a wee freshen up, and you've kept busy at the trials as well in the last week or so. Yep, yeah,
2: yeah, no, not a bad time at all. Um, yeah, had a big day throughout the trials. Um, as you said, good racing coming up. Love love the Ricket and Carnival. It's always good atmosphere down there. So exciting, looking forward to that. I um, don't know about summer racing at the moment with this weather that we're getting, but we've, we've
1: had glimpses of it. <laughs> you don't need too much of the sunscreen at the moment. I see you've picked up a great ride in the Copelands with it. It's business time. Gee, she looks good. Righto, let's have a look at, at tauronga the first of them uh, race one number 12 mars was a good run at taupo and i thought with natural improvement would be pretty hard to handle yeah
2: um really good run at taupo for pedestrian speed got the line well um yeah lovely lovely filly. um so looking forward to riding here
1: Race number two, uh, Michael. This one was really impressive. Resuming, toss you for it from the Stephen Marsh stable. Did it course and distance? Has to step up. It's a tidy enough field. There'll be money for O'Neir at Cullen's. Won a couple of races, but she gave me the impression that she'll have a few more wins in her. Toss you for it. Yeah, um, another another beautiful
2: little filly from Trelawney I won well the other day, but as you said, going to have to step up this. Uh, only has got good form around the better three year olds so um, I think she can and, and we'll get a good line on how, how she going um, after tomorrow.
1: Is she just a twelve hundred meter filly or has she got the scope to uh, to get out to a little bit further?
2: I think in time she'll get out to a little bit further but um, she'll do need to do a little bit more strengthening, I think, before she does that.
1: Race number three, a first starter. This one goes by the name of Double Vision. Has uh, looked good at the trials. You've ridden him his last two trials, one of them on the synthetic, and then he trialled up and won at Matter Matter. There's been money for him. Uh, what can you tell us about this one? Yeah,
2: nice horse. Um, trialed well. Laid back sort of character. Um, so the 1400's going to suit. If he can get a nice enough run, he'll be competitive.
1: He's mm, looked uh look good as i say at the trials right through to race number six michael and you pick up uh, well, your number of uh, rides for the tiakao stable the walker bergeson combination who you have a great association with i choose you the first of them on the day and look her run was good i thought in a strong race at taupo uh, second up uh and what is not in my opinion an overly strong field should be awfully competitive
2: yeah, she, she looks um, very competitive in that field, um, run, well, run well first up, looks looks really good speed for her early, so um, look for her to be flying late.
1: Is that the secret for her, she uh, wants to get into a race with plenty of pace so that she can hit the line hard?
2: Yeah, she um, horse likes to go quite hard early, so I think if you can get her to settle early, um, sort of helps her helps her late.
1: Mm, And that speed would do that. Race 7, one resuming out of the Tiakau barn. Aqueous drawn the uh, ace. And look, that can certainly be uh, of help at Tauronga. Sometimes it's very up and in there. They can sneak around that corner and be hard to handle. Uh, She's pretty lightly tried this filly or mere and showed plenty of ability. Yeah,
2: showed good ability. First up off a a nice trial at Matamata off the one gate. Um, She should run well.
1: Now you're talking about that rain that keeps coming here in the winterless north, or the winter full north as it is at the moment, and that wouldn't worry your ride in race number eight. It goes by the name of Cork, and the really interesting thing is it's been to Tauranga three times to the races, has Cork and won each and every one of them. Must be uh, must be pretty good feeling jumping on one that you know's unbeaten around the track. Yeah, she's a, she's a
2: course specialist, um, doesn't mind a bit of rain, seems to be going well enough, so up, up to the 2-1 looks ideal at this stage of her prep. Um, nah, she's going with a little bit of confidence knowing that she should perform well.
1: Yeah, she slides into a race like that nice enough in the handicap as well, 56 and a half. She did, of course, place in a Winter's Cup only three starts ago. So. Thought uh, course distance winner would be uh, very hard to beat and that rain will help. Another one for Tiaki, in in uh, race number nine. This one by the name of faking It. Gee, I thought it hit the line well the other day. Gets up to 2,100 metres. Got a nice draw, which you uh, should be able to capitalise on. Yeah, honest sort of mare.
2: Um, should like the trip and wouldn't mind that put a bit of, uh, bit of rain around. It's always going to help her, so... Um, she should given give an honest
1: uh, shine of herself yeah and it's a pretty even sort of a race think there were uh, plenty of chances of which she was one of them and in the last it uh, was a good win uh, this one key largo on the track over the mile gets up to, to uh, the same distance again key largo uh, so has uh, another crack at a mile course distance winner on and off track last time did it pretty comfortably and out of a good race near nj looks pretty progressive key largo michael
2: yeah, I haven't um, had a sit on him, but from what I've seen he does look progressive and I thought he built to a really solid win last time and he looks looks a nice type of a horse, so um looking forward to getting on him. He has got a bit of an awkward gait, but hey, by that time of the day if the if the rain's really calm it might be the right draw.
1: might well be the place to be. Look all look like good even chances if you had to single one out. Which one did you think might be the best of them uh, at Taronga?
2: Oh, as you said, they're all even. Maybe go Cork as she's she's three for three on
1: the course. Um, so hopefully <laughs> she can go four from four. Yeah, hard to do, but uh, you're right. When they uh, love it around there, they tend to like it. So shooting four, four from four. And You talked about looking forward to uh, Rickard and Michael. Uh, it's business time. You picked up in the Copelands. Uh, she'll be an outstanding ride. I think she's won four or five in a row and still gets in with a, a nice enough weight, I would have thought. Uh, Guineas races, uh, what are you looking at, like riding in those?
2: In the, in the 2000 guineas, I'll ride Troy Brianne, who ran um, a really good second the other day for Tiarkow, yep. And I'll ride Tulsi in the 1000 guineas, who's gone really well. And I've got good belief in this horse that she's always wanted to get to the mile. And I think at the mile, you'll see the best of her and further. So um, those are my two rides.
1: And Tulsi, yeah, look, you, you, you're right. And that big roomy track will suit her down to the ground as well. She put the writing on the wall for me when she hit the line so hard uh, in a group one uh, as a two-year-old when when really she yeah, didn't look like uh, that was going to be her go. And a big roomy and will suit her right down to the ground, won't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get on her down there. Just hopefully she draws a nice gate and I think um, she'll give a real good shot of herself.
1: Yes, you sure will. I agree. Look, Michael, thanks for your time. Good luck uh, getting back to Breakfast with the Kiwis with us and we look forward to uh, you uh, doing what you do best again uh, in the very near future.
2: Thanks, Butcher. Thanks for having me on, mate.
0: Michael McNabb with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always a pleasure having him Good on mate. to uh, preview his rides. We'll take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back after this and have a chat to Tony Lee. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles, and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here right across SCN on a big weekend in racing. Great to be in your company. Jordan Canellas here and Butch Castles, of course, alongside me, as always, the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing. Our next guest on the program, Butch. He'll be calling the racing this weekend at Trentham. Is race caller Tony Lee.
1: Tony, welcome to the
3: program. How are you? Yes, thank you very much. Great to be with you. I'm well, thank you.
1: G'day, Tony. Uh, Butch here. Uh, look, welcome in breakfast with the Kiwis and Trentham. I know a track that uh, you absolutely uh, love. Beautiful, big uh, confines, and you're going to get a lot of racing there in the next year or eighteen months with Ourpony out of action.
3: Yeah, definitely. But what a venue to be able to uh, use, you know, we know through, well, particularly the the summertime, uh, it's a wonderful track there and heading that way now, aren't we, with the, with the season? So, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a fair track. You know, they we all get a shot at the pot there.
1: Yeah, they all do. Right, let's have a look at a few races, a few of the better ones. I thought race three a nice enough way for us to start a uh, Rating 75, 1,200 metre race in the Stony one has always shown tons of ability. He gets up in the handicap, but Jim Chung claims the three kilos and uh, must be hard to beat on its last win.
3: Yes, I think it will be. I've got a big respect for its stable mate, actually, Candle, who hasn't had a lot of luck. Uh, it's been a horse that's been dogged with injuries, I think, throughout his career. But, gee, it's got some ability when it gets it right. So I'll be keeping a little eye on the on the eight as, as well as the obvious, the Stony one.
1: Yeah, with a uh, guy using uh, claimers on both of them. Right, let's have a look uh, at the quaddy, uh, Tony. So, races five through eight. This is the Red Craze Bowl and a uh, pretty even sort of a lineup. Pundas have uh, sided with Pantura on the strength of its second resuming.
3: Yeah, and it's shown itself to uh, advantage both here and across the ditch as well, hasn't it, Pantura? Uh, the second re- returning was really good, um, and uh, it is a horse that does train on. The likes of uh, Belclare would have to be given a, a really serious chance here, uh, as he claiming there with Seal Butler. Uh, Colorado star returns here fresh, and, and down the page a little bit, you've got the promising uh, near and far early number 14 slides in there with a 54, and uh, Lisa Press starting to get back into some pretty good form on her. So, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's not done and dusted there. There's a number of chances.
1: G Colorado Star was good last preparation when he got out uh, to a middle distance, fourteen hundred metres. Resuming, have you seen him at the trials?
3: Yeah, he's he looks okay. He's also it's, uh, just taking a little while to make. In the early days, he'd be in a muck lather. It'll be bubbles coming off him around at the start. But through his last preparation, he was much better that way. <laughs> so uh, I think he's. Uh, I think uh, some bubbles coming off us from we around him sometimes too. But. Um, uh, he's he's a horse that has matured, so yeah, a very wary
1: eye there. He's capable. Yeah, sure is. Righto, race six. Uh, gee, this was uh, a good betting race. This is a tough leg of the quarry. I was taken with the win. Uh, he looked like a lovely animal, and even uh, you alluded to it in your call of Carnuka for Hank, the horse thief, David Howth. And uh, I know a step up here, but just looks like there might be something about him.
3: He is. He's a lovely big horse, really is. Uh, He's, he's been round the traps a little bit, but uh, yeah, Hank's got the key to him and uh, gee, he was really, really good last time out. Sarah O'Malley back riding now, so uh, good to have her back after having the wee baby, of course, uh, and uh, she is on uh, Kanuka there, but it is a terrific lineup. Dankawi's so capable. Duncan Creek, uh, he's got a two kilo claim there, so 57, and over the 1,600 meters, he Ike Trentham, uh, and he's in good nick at the moment. Uh, Syndicato so promising, the mm. underbelly. Any amount of ability there as to the likes of Canuka we spoke about, and uh, even Liffey comes on pretty quickly with the race and wasn't too far away through some nice races through the last campaign. So, yeah, you'd be probably taking a spread there, Andrew.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think the pen will be working overtime on some numbers in the second league. Of... Of it.
3: It's you, <laughs> <laughs> right? i him in a frenzy, it's... folks. You should see it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the best
2: <laughs>
3: Take it for <Luke>. him
1: <laughs> <laughs> Righto, one bold cat was very good last time And just building to me Looks like uh, it's going to be pretty hard to beat In the Rico Technology Fielding Gold Cup But what about your uh, old mate uh, Mark Olligan And Simpa Magico Just got this one flying
3: Hasn't he? And uh, Tina.com in the saddle as well, up from the south to ride it. And, yeah, he has got it flying, uh, Joe, or Mark Oligan, I should say. And uh, the obvious one is, is one bold cat, yes, third up this preparation. It's so a couple pointing towards uh, Christchurch, though, with the cup down there. Uh, you are a star after... Oh, nearly two years off, I think. Came come back at three runs mm-hmm. and gave us the glimpse last time out. it has been an Auckland Cup winner. It heads south, as I understand it. And Waisaki, a Wellington Cup winner. I think uh, Sheikh Al-Sharok's uh, just timing this very nicely. He went pretty well uh, two starts ago, even better last start, and uh, I'd say he might be prominent somewhere here. Uh, Laid in the piece as well and then head south with an ideal chance to win that. Uh, Queen of Spades, uh, she was massive last time out. She's won two of the last three. Another, that's taken a little while, but Ruiden Botherson prepares and uh, he's, he's got the key to her. She's going really well and for a one from left field. Crossroads indicated last time, I think, uh, close up to a good performance.
1: Mm, got tons of ability. Talking about Sheikh El Shirok, isn't that great? To uh, see this weekend coming and then hopefully Tuesday, ladies' man, a horse that he's always had so much belief in. And uh, looks like he'll get a run on the first Tuesday.
3: Yeah, but uh, does it still sit in 25 today?
1: I think 24, but he's sitting in that jeopardy spot where something can leapfrog him out of the Lexus. But all things being equal, he'll hopefully get that run.
3: Yeah, wouldn't it? You know, if I had a dream, he had a dream, number 22, and he got the chocolates that it had his colours on. So <laughs> um, it's just a little sidelight there, but uh, no, no uh, long-term damage for those big races, Andrew. The um, the last of the day. Look, I, I don't think I can help you in any which way. That's just a, a nightmare to try and sort out. he um, capable, uh, the true believer, better than it showed last time out. Jackaroo hopped into form last time. And Zeno was very good winning its last start. and only Kelly's runner and uh, Ironwood and we spoke about Mark Olligan super fast, so yeah, it's a really, really tough race then.
1: Yeah, it is a really tough race. There's been plenty of money for Dan Zeno again. Sometimes when they strike that maiden win in a race like that, they can go on with it. Look, thanks very much for joining us. Look forward to those dulcet tones out of Trentham uh, tomorrow and uh, really good fields. So, uh, looking forward to uh, what should be a great day's racing with uh, the feature being the uh, Mode Technology Rico Field and Cup.
3: Yeah, no, it'll be a good day. Thanks, uh, Butcher, and best of luck, everyone, if you're having a bit of a show at them tomorrow.
0: Great stuff. Thank you. Tony Lee with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to have his company on the program today. Butch, as we wrap up for this edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis, have you got any best bets for us heading into the weekend?
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting rain uh, play a part at Tauranga. Hopefully they don't get uh, too much of it. I did think Michael McNabb uh, might have nailed it with Cork. I didn't mind one in race seven at Tauranga. That was Magawa. it has got a great record second up. The run first up uh, at Tarapa was pretty good. So race seven, number two, Magawa out of the uh, O'Sullivan-Scott stable. Be awfully, awfully hard to beat. And Tony and I alluded to it. Very, very even race, race number six at Trentham. But there's something about karnuka that uh, looks like he might be uh, one well worth following. So uh, it, look at a big price, whether it be 8 or $10, uh, be something each way on Kanuka. And where will the eyes be wandering uh, across uh,
0: here in Australia for the Spring Racing Carnival over the next couple of days?
1: Yeah, as I say, look, uh, both uh, Flemington and uh, Ranwick's or Rosehill, so much uh, New Zealand interest, and particularly at Rosehill in the Golden Eagle. Of course, uh, we uh, talk of Legato and just how very good she is, but New Zealand interest around the breeding of the likes of Kovalaika as well. So that'll be a huge interest, and then the massive day that is Derby Day at uh, Flemington, and uh, of course, James MacDonald, uh, plenty of New Zealand interest yeah. in, in how he goes with a wonderful book of rides, but real interest, of course, in race two, the Lexus Archer there, and ladies' man as he looks to cement his spot on Tuesday in the Melbourne Cup. Can't wait uh, for what is a fascinating day's racing uh, both sides of the Tasman.
0: Excellent stuff, Butch. A pleasure as always, and we'll catch up again next week. Good man. Butch Castle is the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing. That wraps up... This edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis here on SEN. Make sure you're tuning in right throughout the course of the day here on SEN as we have the full racing coverage for you from the Spring Racing Carnival at Flemington, not only today, but all the way through the rest of the week. And, of course, on SENZ, all of the uh, uh, New Zealand racing coverage as well throughout the course of the afternoon. That wraps things up for us here on this edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis. You can podcast the show at sen.com.au. Have us in your ears if you're heading to the track anywhere around Australia or New Zealand. We'll catch up again next week. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castle signing off for Breakfast with the Kiwis.